Hi, this is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Dr. Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.ferdinandweke.com And now, here's Dr. Ferdinand with today's message. Hi, my name is Dr. Ferdinand Weke and I'm your host on Living Truth. I coordinate Eternity Ministries and its training arm, Truth Institute. And you know, at Eternity Ministries, we seek to live with eternity in view and to maximize Calvary, you know, so that what Jesus paid for will be fully available and fully enjoyed by everyone for whom he has paid. And then we endeavor to train other people through transformative training so that they too can uh, live a life that brings glory and honor to God. Eternity Ministries is not a church, so the purpose of living truth is not to make you a church member, but to equip you with the truth of God's word that will guarantee victory in your life and help you to maximize your destiny. Today in Live on Living Truth, we are continuing with the Kingdom series and I will be sharing a message with you from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. We have been looking at the fact that we are citizens of God's kingdom. God wants us to come under his government and we defined what a kingdom is and we saw that a kingdom is a special kind of government. It's not a democracy. God is not a democrat. He's a king. He's not a president. And as king, he has absolute power and absolute authority and his government is going to rule and reign over all. Blessed be God forevermore. And it is important that we always remember that the kingdom of God is his will and his purpose for every one of us to live in this life under the authority of that kingdom and then to spend eternity with him in heaven after our life here is over. And so we are reading today from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. It says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. If you look more closely at this scripture, you will notice that it proclaims the gospel of the kingdom. And we find that in the phrase, the government will be upon his shoulder. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, the rule, the authority, the kingdom will be upon his shoulder. He will be the one that will carry the instruments and the authority of government, of rule. 
as the Prince of Peace, as the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and as the King of Kings, and as the Lord of Lords. So, there's an announcement that is being made here that our lives will be transformed, deliverance will come to the world, and they say, why is that so? You say, because unto us a child has been born. And then he says, unto us a son is given. The first thing I want you to notice from this scripture is that it was a child that was born, but it was a son that was given. You see, the difference between a child and a son is growth. Growth. Of course, a son is a child. He is born into this world as a child, but then as the child continues to grow, that child now becomes a matured son that can be given to the purposes of God, that can be given to fulfill the will and advance the agenda and the kingdom of the Father. You see, many of us are, are children of God, and we have given our life to Christ. But you need to go beyond simply being a child of God to maturity, to coming to a place where you are no longer a baby, where you are no longer just a little child. You see, because the Apostle Paul, for instance, said, when I was a child, I behaved like a child. I fought like a child. I lived like a child. I imagined like a child. I planned like a child. I cried like a child. I claimed all my rights as a child. I did nya 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 as a child. You say, but when I became a man, when I grew up, you say, I put away childish things. You see, there are childish things in the life of every person, including those that name the name of Christ, that must be put away. A child will poo-poo on himself. When you become a man, you don't do that anymore. A child is claiming everything for himself. When you grow in your sonship, you go beyond that point to a place where you are not just claiming things and collecting things. You are taking responsibility for your father's house. So you see, Jesus was born as a child, but he did not continue like that permanently. He kept on growing. The Bible says, and the child grew and became strong in spirit and the grace of God was upon him. And it was when he had become a man that he was given for our salvation to go and die on the cross. Jesus came as a child, but he could not die on the cross as a child. He had to grow. You have to grow. So in this gospel of the kingdom, it is important that you grow beyond babyhood. Somebody who remains a baby, all you do is just go to church, clap your hands, drop some money in the offering box, and you go away. That is not how to serve the king. A point comes in your growth in the gospel of the kingdom where you are not just looking for what solving your problems. You are looking at God, what is your plan? What is your purpose? What is on your mind? How can you use me to help other people? Instead of complaining that nobody visited you, you now start thinking, God, how can you use me to disciple other people and to raise them up as sons of Almighty God, to help to bring them to a place of maturity? This is very important. Otherwise, we are going to have a church of babies. And such a church cannot be used as the army, the mighty army that God is raising in this last time to advance his agenda. You will grow beyond babyhood into maturity where God can use you for his glory. Amen. Now, 
in this passage of scripture, the Bible now says that this son that is given to us, the government will rest upon his shoulder. You see, back in those days, and you would even see it in these days with soldiers and people that are in the armed forces, you will notice that their ranks are on their shoulders. You see, if you see like an army captain or an army general or even a, a lance corporal, you will see that the rank is somewhere on the shoulder. And you see, what that represents is the level of authority at which that soldier is operating. If you see a lieutenant colonel, obviously that is much higher than a second lieutenant. And if you see, you know, a, 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 a general with all of those, you know, eagle and stars and all the sword and the shield on his shoulder, that general is more highly placed. He has more authority. He controls more government than somebody who has a lesser rank. Now, the Bible now says that the government will rest upon the shoulder of this son that has been given to us. What does that mean? It means that the government of our lives, the government of the nations, the government of your family, the government of your business, the government of my mouth, the government of my mind, the government, everywhere there is a government, everywhere there is authority, everywhere there is decision-making, policy making and implementation with authority it will not rest on our shoulders because our shoulders are not big enough to carry government i want you to listen my dear brother all the trouble in the world in our individual lives is because the government is resting on our own shoulders we are the ones that are in charge we are the ones that are making decisions we are the ones that's the trouble of the world the government is resting on the shoulders of imperfect people even in our country here and different other countries we have great expectations of our leaders but don't forget that these leaders are human beings i'm not making any excuse for any leader but remember that they are human beings like all of us and when imperfect people who are not almighty who are not all wise when they are in authority you will see the faults you will see the problems you will see the mistakes that are manifest it is true for us as individuals it is true for us as a nation it is true for the entire world the trouble with the world all the disasters all the problems the issues challenging us as individuals is because we are in charge the government is on our shoulder you are, you are trying to carry something that you were never made to carry. And that's why today, what you are going to do is, you are going to place the government of your life, the government of your marriage, the government of your family, you are going to transfer that government to the shoulder that is strong enough to carry it. And I want you to know, if Jesus can carry the weight of the world and the sin of the world, upon his shoulder i want you to know that he can carry you he can carry the things that concern you but not while you are in charge not while the government is on your shoulder you know look at his names his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father the prince of peace you see these names that jesus is called shows us why he is qualified to be in government this is powerful you see, in the Bible, names are not empty. For you to understand the way names are in the Bible, you need to understand, for instance, the way names are called, say, uh, in different parts of the world. Uh, in certain places, they call people according to what they do. So you may hear somebody called the bread guy. 
the bread man. Meburedi. He's the bread man. That's the bread man. Or you may find somebody who is called another name that is, you know, Meshanu, the, 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 the meat guy, the cow guy, uh, in some languages, you know. Or you find somebody called the tailor. You see, when you, you can't be calling somebody tailor if he's not a tailor. So when Jesus is called wonderful, it's because it's not an empty name. It's because in his person, he is wonderful. In his works, in his birth, in his authority, in his power, in his miracles, he is the wonderful one. He is the one that is full of wonder, the one that produces and does wonders. The next thing is that he is the counselor, the one that cannot be confused. He has all the answers. If he gives you advice, you can never go wrong. Oh, you can never go wrong following the counsel of this priceless, all-wise counselor. He is the mighty God, the one that is almighty in his mightiness. Can you imagine the one that has all authority in heaven and on earth? He is the everlasting father. Can you imagine if the government is resting on the shoulders of your father? Do you know that naming rulers, their immediate family, no matter the trouble that is going on in the country, it doesn't concern them because their immediate family benefits. In many places, it's nepotism. It's not correct. But if your father is the president, you're not likely going to die of hunger. So can you imagine if the government of your life is on the shoulder of your father, the everlasting father, the almighty father, what will arise that he cannot carry? What problem will confront you that he cannot answer? If the government of your life is on the shoulder of the prince of peace, then you can expect peace. Why is that so? Because the prince of peace is in charge. You see what is happening is that many of us, we are looking for wonders. You want a miracle. But the government of your life is not on the shoulder of King Wonderful. Do you know that once wonderful takes over, then you can expect wonders. Why is that so? Because wonderful is in charge. Wonderful means wonderful. The one that is full of wonders. If you place your life upon his shoulder, if you will come down from the throne of your heart and surrender your body, surrender your mind, surrender your family. The reason there is crisis in our families is because we are the ones that are in charge. Madame wants to be in charge. Or God, the man wants to be in charge. Everybody wants to rule and take over in the family. And you, you must do what I said. Do you know what is going to happen if husband and wife will resign from the throne of their family and put Jesus in charge? And they say, Jesus, the government of this family now rests upon your shoulders. Do you know what will happen if you come surrender the government of your finances? Instead of getting money and spending it the way you like, you surrender it to Jesus and you place it upon his shoulder it will change everything because when he is in charge, when he takes over, then because he's the wonderful one, you will expect wonders. Because he's the counselor, you will have wisdom. Because he's the mighty God, you are going to see what his power can do in your life. And because he is the prince of peace, then you can expect peace. You can expect shalom. You can expect well-being because the prince of peace is in charge. My dear friend and listener, are you the prince of peace? Why will there be peace in your family when you are in charge? You, you're not the prince. I'm not the prince of peace. If I'm a prince of confusion, 
I'm a prince of, 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 of weakness. In our weaknesses and in our limited understanding, if we continue to be in charge and the government of our lives continues to rest upon our shoulders, we can only produce confusion. We can only produce disaster. We can only produce failure. Why is that so? Because we are limited. But God, because he loved us, has given us the prince of peace, the one that has all power, the wonderful one. And what he wants us to do is to come under the government of this one that he has given to us so that we can be blessed. Now, don't go away. I will be back after this short break to continue this explosive insight and teaching that God is bringing to us on the fact that the government of our lives must rest upon the shoulders of the wonderful one. Stay with me on Living Truth today. <laughs> Hi, this is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Dr. Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.ferdinandweke.com. Dr. Ferdinand will be back after this short break. Join Dr. Ferdinand and other servants of God for Living Truth Life every last Sunday of the month. Bring us up for life-changing teachings, prayers, and ministrations. Dr. Ferdinand is not a church pastor, but a teacher of God's Word. You will be nourished with the Word and equipped to maximize your destiny. Venue, Large Banquet Hall, Pineal Apartment, 171 Ademola Adetokumbo Crescent, Wusetu, Abuja. Time is 4 p.m. For books, CDs, and other materials, visit our office at Block 13, Flat 2, Spring Valley Estate, opposite Ako Estate, Airport Road, Abuja. Listen to Dr. Ferdinand online at our website, www.eternityministries.org. That is, www.eternityministries.org. Or call 081-066-06076. That is, 081 066 06076. Dr. Ferdinand welcomes your partnership to help spread the solid truth of God's word and to keep living truth on the air. Call now 081-066-06076 or email ferdinand.mweke at gmail.com. Hi, welcome back and thank you for staying with me on Living Truth today. Now before the break, we are looking at the fact that the government must be upon the shoulder of the son that has been given to us because his shoulder is big enough to carry carry us and carry our no wonder the word of god says casting all your cares upon him why is that so is it because he cares for you why can you cast it all upon him it's because he can carry it we can carry our cares we can carry our lives we need to bring the government of everything that concerns us upon his shoulder. And his name, don't forget, will be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. Now, verse 7 now says something that is very interesting. He says, of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. 
So you see what the, this scripture is saying here is that this king that is coming, his government is going to increase until it overruns and takes over the earth. You see all the governments that are present in the world now, I want you to know they are all temporary. There is a kingdom that is coming that will swallow all other kingdoms. And it is the kingdom of the king of kings and the lord of lords. That's why you should not invest your entire life and everything in a world that is passing away. No wonder the Lord Jesus Christ said, don't lay up treasures for yourself in this world, but lay up treasures for yourself, you know, in heaven, where neither moth nor rust will corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. You see, the kingdoms of this world will pass away, because the kingdom of our God and of his Christ will certainly take over. And this is not just a story. It is the word of God that cannot lie and that cannot be broken. But there's something else I want you to see, apart from the increase of his government around the entire world and around the nations of the earth. He says, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So what the thing he's saying here is that as his government is increasing, your peace will also be increasing. Now, let me explain. Imagine that Jesus is in charge, 30%. You, because he's the Prince of Peace, and you have put the Prince of Peace in charge of 30%, you can only expect 30% peace. But what do you think is going to happen if the Prince of Peace is in charge, 100%? Then, as his government has increased from 30 to 100% in your life, then you can expect 100% peace. Why is that so? Because now the Prince of Peace is in absolute control. So you see what the Bible is saying here is that if you want to increase your peace, then increase his government. So the peace you enjoy is directly proportional to the government of the Prince of Peace over your life. See, his name is called Wonderful. If you want to increase your wonders, increase the government of the Wonderful One. The more you allow the Wonderful One to be in charge of your life, of your mouth, of your business, instead of doing business the way everybody does it, why don't you allow the wonderful one to take over your business make him the chairman of your board and say to him you are in charge of this place what you don't allow will not be done here the bribes the confusion the evil ways of making money we know some people think that if you put god in charge of your business you will not prosper who told you that who told you that he's the owner of planet earth everything that people are looking for in this world belong to him and he can give it to anybody that he wants of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his government over your life and your testimonies, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his government over your life and your exploits, there will be no end. Of the increase of his government and of his blessings on your family and on your body, on your health, there will be no end. Do you know why? Because the more his government increases over your life, the more the benefits of his government will manifest in your life. You see the trouble we are facing in today, even in the church. We are preaching the benefits of the government without the government. We are telling people that you will be blessed, you will have peace, you will be healed, but the healer is not in charge. They can do what they like with their life. They can go what they, where they like, sleep with who they like, live their life in charge. Make the decisions, do whatever you like and still receive miracle. That is not what the Bible teaches. If you want the miracle, 
I surrender your life to the miracle worker. Not just because you are looking for miracle, because he himself is the greatest miracle. Allow the king to take over. Let him be your king. Then he can fight your battles. I hear many Christians these days, they are trying to kill all their enemies by themselves. You are fighting your enemies by yourself. Don't you know that if you surrender to the king, then anybody who is your enemy has now become the enemy of the king. Why is that so? Because you belong to the king. Anybody who touches you is touching the apple of God's eyes. And you will not be the one that will fight the battle. Do you know that is a very poor life where you have to fight your battles by yourself? Why don't you surrender them to the one that is mighty in battle? The mighty almighty, the great king eternal. How do you surrender that? By first of all, bringing your own life under his government and when he takes over of the increase of his government and peace in your life in your family in your business and do you know all the trouble in the world today is because jesus is not in charge i'm i'm not talking of religion and i'm not talking about people that go to church and they are telling stories and we are doing what we like in our churches i'm talking about jesus christ himself imagine that jesus is president of nigeria there will be peace he knows what to do he has power he knows how to solve problems. But as long as we are in charge and we are doing what we like and what seems good in our eyes. Do you remember? We saw that when there was no king in Israel, what happened? He said everybody did what was right in his own eyes. And of course, we reap the consequences of what we are doing because we are limited. So you see, my dear friend, of the increase of his government and your peace, there will be no end. Of the increase of his government in the nations of the world and of peace and blessing, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom. Do you see that? He is sitting on the throne of David. So when the king arrives, even David has to get out of the throne because the real owner of the throne has arrived. <laughs> and he will order that kingdom he will establish it with judgment and with justice from that time forward even forever and the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this once you come under his government the zeal of the lord of hosts will take over because you are no longer in charge you are now under the government of the one that is able and mighty to rule i don't want to close uh, today's broadcast of uh, living truth without giving you an opportunity to come under his government to bring the government of your life under upon his shoulder to lay it all on his shoulder and to see him take over and walk in your life would you like to receive jesus as your king today now pray this prayer with me wherever you are say lord jesus i surrender my life to you I place the government of my heart, of my mind, of my soul, of my family, of everything I have and am upon your shoulder. Rule and reign in me. Jesus, reign in me as my Lord and as my Savior. And fight my battles and fill my heart with your peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying that prayer. I believe that now that Jesus is your Lord, uh, begin to grow in him. And as you walk with him, he will fight your battles. If you need to talk to me, you can reach me. Just stay on, on, on Living Truth. You're going to get some information on how you can reach me. I'll be available to provide counseling and to pray with you on any needs. Let's pray. Father, I ask your blessing and your power to intervene 
on any matter that my listener is facing today and as your government increases let there be no end to their testimonies and to your interventions and blessings upon their lives in jesus name thank you heavenly father in jesus name we pray amen god bless you thank you for joining us on living truth today we believe you've been blessed Connect with Dr. Ferdinand on Facebook, facebook.com slash drferdinandwicked. That is facebook.com slash drferdinandwicked. Or call 0808-793-5270. That is 0808-793-5270. Or visit our website, www.eternityministries.org and www.ferdinandwicked.com for more resources and to sign up to our Living Truth Podcast. Until next week when we bring to you another edition of Living Truth. Don't forget, the bigger God gets in your eyes, the tinier your mountains become. And your power shone.